All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Malik Matthew. Today's the 11th of January. Over the course of the next few minutes, we'll set you up with everything that you need to know to start your day on the right foot. It's going to be a busy Thursday. First, you'll have the largest IT companies, Tata Consultancy Services and Infosys, report their results for the third quarter. And we're preparing for a not-so-pretty picture. And then later in the day, the data point that global markets have been watching for, the latest CPI print in the US, and that's expected to show moderation. Treasury yields have been volatile to say the least in the last few weeks, and the latest inflation figures are expected to provide more clarity on the likely trajectory of the US Federal Reserve's interest rate cuts. Overnight, yields on the 10-year Treasury stayed above 4% and US stocks ended positive, with the Nasdaq leading gains up three-quarters of a percent and the Dow and the S&P 500 gained about half a percent each. But even as traders kept one eye out for inflation data, the other eye was focused on an asset that has not gotten too much attention of late, at least here in India. Crypto assets rose across the board after the US SEC yesterday approved the first list of US-listed exchange-traded funds to track the Bitcoin, which is the largest token, as you know. This has apparently been in the works for about a decade and is being considered a watershed moment because it will allow both institutional and retail investors exposure to the world's largest cryptocurrency without directly holding it. Remember, here in India, the government has made it very expensive from a tax perspective to invest and trade in cryptocurrencies. And the implications on the tax front of investing in an ETF, on the other hand, is not immediately apparent. We'll get you clarity on that over the course of the day. Now, in news back home, the Income Tax Department has detected unaccounted cash sales of about 1,000 crore rupees after it initiated search and seizure operations against the Polycab Group, according to people aware of the development who spoke on the condition of anonymity with NDTV Profit. Preliminary analysis suggests that the company indulged in activity allegedly to suppress its taxable income, according to a ministry statement. Apart from unaccounted cash sales of about 1,000 crore, as I've mentioned, evidence of unaccounted cash payments of more than 400 crore rupees made by a distributor on behalf of the flagship company has also been seized. Now, in the automotive space, Maruti Suzuki India chairman R.C. Bhargava has said that the company is in discussions with the Gujarat government to get an appropriate land parcel for its second plant to be set up at an investment of 35,000 crore rupees. This is part of an EV hub that was envisioned during vibrant Gujarat. And finally, online travel booking platform EaseMyTrip.com has announced venturing into the insurance sector with the launch of its subsidiary EaseMyTrip insurance broker. The company is calling it a strategic move and it aims to diversify its service portfolio and tap into the insurance market by creating a specialized product to solve customer needs. And lastly, turning to cues from overseas this morning, equity markets in the Asia-Pacific region have opened positive. With the Nikkei 225 and Japan leading gains, it was up over 1% last I checked. And the other two early rises were also trading positive, just about a third of a percent higher. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking on expiry day here in India? Good morning, Alex. 
The Nifty 50 did advance for the second day yesterday and closed about 21,600, but it's been moving largely sideways over the last 10 odd sessions. And it's going to be yet another day where focus will be a lot more on stocks than on indices and in stocks, heavyweights like DCS and Infosys. But let me start with those stocks which are in the news. First, we have Polycab which has seen a huge bout of volatility off late. We understand the IT department has detected unaccounted cash sales of about a thousand crores after it initiated search and seizure operations against the company. Moving on, we have SpiceJet where the chairman MD has unveiled the airline's ambitious plans for growth and network expansion through a fund infusion of 2,250 odd crores. Kalyani Steel has emerged as a successful bidder to acquire assets of Kamineni Steel and Power India under the liquidation of for a cash consideration of 450 crores to be paid for the acquisition of assets on or before April 7, 2024. Then we have Phoenix Mills in its Q3 update, the company has reported a gross retail collection of over 700 crores, up 30% year-on-year, and total consumption seeing a growth of 24% at a little less than 3,300 crores. Angel One's board will meet on 15 January to consider fundraising via bonds. And lastly, today we have index heavyweights, DCS and Infosys report earnings. It's expected to be a seasonally weak quarter where we have high furloughs along with weak demand weighing on what could possibly be a sequential decline in revenues in dollar terms for both these companies. So that's a long list of stocks to keep in our radars, Alex. With that, it's over to you. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 